We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you beautiful soul, my fabulous friend, my spiritual sibling. I'm so grateful to be journeying forward with you as we go higher in our consciousness, deeper in our hearts, and expand in joy in our loving in our lives. So today I want to talk to you about the quality of resistance versus acceptance. It has been said, and I believe it's true, that fear and stress come from the mind. Peace, acceptance, and love come from the heart. And I've set the intention to live more and more from my heart and more I have, the better and better I feel. And I have to say, the better and better my life becomes. Don't get me wrong, the mind is an important tool, but the tool of our mind is best when it's used in service to the heart. We don't want our mind in the driver's seat of our lives. And I don't know if you're anything like me, but quite often in the past, my mind would counter up thoughts Like, things shouldn't be this way. This isn't fair. I want life to be different than what it is. I don't like what's happening right now. The resistance and the fear from our mind can really prevent us from relaxing into the joy, the miracles, the beauty, and experiencing the God wings and synchronicity that's available to us in almost every moment. Again, I believe pain comes from judgment judgment of how things are and that we don't want them the way that they are showing up. There was a funny story. There's a funny story that I want to share with you. It happened um, a couple of weeks ago. I was in Los Angeles with my husband and we went to the airport wanting to come home to Boise. And uh, there was an announcement that there was something mechanically wrong with the airplane. We know that's never a good thing. So they were pulling it away back to the hangar and I'm like, we're going to be here. Well, and then when they, uh, the announcer said, we have snacks for you at the gate, come get some snacks just for this flight. I'm like, oh, this is a really bad sign. If they're plying us with rice Krispie treats, we're, we're in trouble. So, uh, we're sitting there about an hour later, we're still sitting there and they have no news. This gentleman comes and sits by me and he goes, are you looking forward to getting back to Boise? And I said, boy, I sure am. He goes, well, not as much as me. He whips out this card and I look at it and I don't understand what it is. It's this black and white card with this orange stripe on it. And I said, what is it? And he goes, well, I just got out of federal prison today and I haven't been in Boise for five years. I'm really looking forward to getting back to Boise. And I started laughing and the me of my past never would have done this, but I'm like, dude, what were you in for? And, uh, you know, rather than having any kind of judgment or any kind of fear, I just saw him as another soul, an interesting, quirky, um, fascinating soul with an interesting story. So he goes, well, you know, money laundering and some embezzlement. And, you know, they never caught me with any drugs, though. And I just started laughing. We went on to have um, a very lively conversation where I was extremely um, entertained and, um, just had a very good time. So we ended up being there for a couple more hours and they started giving out the meal vouchers. And so, um, my husband's like, I don't want any meal vouchers. I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and get them. I could use a snack. So I went and got them 
And this gentleman and I decided to go stand in line and get some snacks and treats. And um, I said, I think I'm gonna have a tuna fish sandwich. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming. I'm going to have to remember how to start making choices again. And I just had so much compassion for him, just thinking about what his life might've been like for the last five years. And um, now having all this freedom, he goes, it's so overwhelming out here. There's so many people. I said, yes, I um, I agree. LA is very overwhelming. And uh, hopefully this is making your entry, maybe I'm making your entry a bit of a softer landing. <laughs> anyway, we went and sat down. I went to the bathroom. My husband came back and was laughing and having a good time. For the first couple of hours, he was in a great deal of resistance. He was in a lot of um, frustration and I think pain because of what was. It was. It's not that much fun to be stuck in an airport. And then uh, finally, seven hours later, we were finally getting on our airplane. And I realized I'd had a really great day and um, my husband, not quite so much, but he did start laughing. I said, you know, I suspect you were wondering what I was doing when I was talking to this guy. I think you were kind of rolling your eyes like, who is she talking to now? And he goes, yeah, I thought that for about the first two and a half, maybe four hours. (laughs) But then when you left and I had a conversation with him, I realized this is a funny dude and uh, very colorful and started to enjoy his company. And I said, yeah, you know, that resistance to what is, is what causes us pain. We were in resistance to being in the airport, him longer than me, because I decided just to relax and enjoy the journey. And I felt in retrospect, this is exactly the way it was supposed to be. I feel like I was supposed to connect with this guy and um, he entertained me greatly. And I um, feel like, again, I was a, a soft place for him to land, you know, um, as soon as he comes out, he's sitting next to me and we we're just laughing and joking. And he was really, he was very complimentary. He's like, what are you like, 35 years old? And I'm like, no. He's like, are you 25 years old? I was like, no, I'm in my fifties. He's like, man, you must take really good care of yourself. <laughs> I haven't seen a woman like you in a long time. And it was just funny. He was just a really funny guy. And I let him use my phone to let his um, sister know that he was going to be late. It was just a soul to soul conversation and connection. And if I would have been in my pain, if I would have been in my resistance, I would have missed this opportunity to have this celebratory conversation with a really interesting, lovely, quirky, funny, and actually wise soul. He was actually really, really wise. One of the stories he told me was, because I asked him if there was anybody he was gonna stay in touch with um, that was still in prison. He said, there's one guy, he was a Chinese guy. And there were a lot of different groups and he tried not to get too involved in any of them. And this guy was a loner. And he said, every time I would see him walking down the hall, I'd go homina, homina, homina. Finally, one day he goes, do you know why I say that to you? Do you know what it means? And this guy's like, no, I really have no idea. He goes, it means I see you, I respect you. And we have um, more in common than we don't have in common. I said, oh my gosh, it's like saying namaste. The divine in me bows to and recognizes the divine in you. I said, that's really lovely. And uh, I realized again that that's what I was energetically doing. I was bowing to him in um, respect that here's another soul on a journey, very interesting journey, in some ways very different than mine, but still have a lot of things in common. So rather than resisting sitting next to this guy, rather than resisting being in the airport for seven hours, I just decided to take a breath and allow it to be what it is. And God's available to us in every moment. Um, 
you know, we can get frustrated, we can get anxious, we can push against what is, but that just creates more discomfort. Um, I think it was uh, Carl Jung that said, what we resist persists. If we embrace what is, that will dissolve the discomfort. He also said what we resist not only persists, but grows in size. When we feel pain, emotional, angst, anxiety, of course, our instinct is to resist it. But once we take that energy, that emotion, energy and motion of frustration, anger, stress, resistance, we take the fuel away from what is causing us pain and then it dissolves. And once we are in equanimity and peace, not only do we feel better, things can start to flow again. For a while, it looked very likely that we weren't going to be getting out of L.A. at all, like we were going to have to spend the night there. Um, and that wouldn't have been fun. But I decided just to allow, to trust the process, to know that God was with me in every moment and every second. In retrospect, I can see it was exactly as it should be. And I imagine there's times in your life where you experienced some frustration or some resistance or didn't like what was happening, but perhaps in retrospect, you can see that maybe that happened for a reason. Perhaps that was for the highest good of all concerned. And the quicker we can get to the place of knowing this, accepting things as they are, and um, just relaxing into that place of peace in our heart, surrender, acceptance, um, the better we feel. And I think it really does influence and affect how things start to happen around us. Last night I was at this event and it was cold and it was, we were standing on the cement floor. We were going to a wine tasting or what we thought was a wine tasting and being kind of like a trade show where there was maybe 300 different vendors with their wine. I like wine, but I'm no connoisseur and I certainly don't need to try 300 different types of wine. There was maybe 400 people there and it wasn't that much fun <laughs> to put it mildly. And I was in a lot of resistance and I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get out of here and get home. But we were there with a group of friends and um, I just decided to take a breath and um, I knew I was doing a show about um, resistance today and I was like, I just need to accept and let this be what it is. And then a girlfriend of mine said, let's go to the bathroom. And next to the bathrooms were some chairs. And we sat down and we, we ended up having a very, very nice conversation. And uh, it seemed as soon as I surrendered my resistance and allowed things to be what they were, I found a, a nice place, a safe place to sit down and have a, a very lovely, heartfelt conversation. And not short, not long after that, shortly thereafter, um, my husband found us and said, okay, it's time to go. So again, I don't know if surrendering my resistance and relaxing into what was um, supported the situation around me and becoming more comfortable and starting to flow again. But as I um, consider being a spiritual scientist and I, I look at how this principle has worked for me in the past, I would suspect it had a little bit to do with how things started to open up and uh, ended up getting home uh pretty quick after I uh, surrendered my resistance. So oftentimes I think we are in judgment. When we're in resistance, we are in judgment of what is. So it's about um, surrendering the judgment. Non-judgment quiets the internal uh, dialogue. This opens 
the doorway and space for peace and grace. Eckhart Tolle will say the moment that judgment stops through acceptance of what is, you are free of the mind. You have now made the room for love, for joy, and for peace. And I don't know about you, but that is certainly the way I want to experience my life. More and more of the love, joy, and peace, and a little bit less of um, the judgment, um, constriction, the frustration of um, what tends to happen with our minds. Again, the mind is a wonderful tool. It's an important tool. We need it to navigate this reality. But if it is the um, our primary way of um, living our lives, if our mind is the one that's in the driver's seat um, most of the time, that's going to translate into stress, judgment, anxiety, frustration. The mind is where we have that sense of being separate, of being other than um, part of life, part of the universe. It is the heart that feels the connection, that feels that alignment, that feels um, the joy and the support that opens the door to the miracles, the grace, the synchronicity, the love, the grace. And, and, you know, I think we all have to be like our own spiritual scientist. You know, you can read all the books, you can listen to all the experts, you can listen to this podcast, but until you try things on for yourself, until you make them your part of your own personal reality, it really doesn't mean that much. And a lot of this for me has been about just experimenting with things. What works? What doesn't? What feels good? What doesn't? Um, It's like a buffet. Try it. If you like it, keep it. If you don't, put it back. So the next time you are in some um, anxiety, some resistance, some judgment of what is, perhaps just choose to take a breath. Relax your energy into your heart and say, okay, this is what it is. And I'm going to accept what it is. And um, there is a place inside of us that is always available for us to relax, always available for us to kind of recalibrate and align. God is available to us in every moment, every second, every millisecond. And um, my teachers once said something that I thought was rather profound. Um, All of our pain, all of our pain, any and all of our pain that we've ever experienced comes from our perceived disconnection from God. And God is available in every second. I didn't necessarily buy what they had said hook, line and sinker when they said it, but it opened my mind. And I considered the times in my life where I've suffered immensely. Did I feel connected to God? The answer was always no. And the moments since then, as I've considered this phrase, when I've been in pain, do I feel connected to God right now? The answer is no, I don't. So then it becomes about how do I reconnect? How do I realign? How do I come into that um, congruent, relaxed relationship with the energy of love? So when I'm in resistance, when I'm in judgment, when I'm in anxiety, when I'm in stress, it means I'm not quite aligned. And so the choice is to take a breath and remember that there is a choice. There is a choice to come back to peace. There is a choice to say, okay, God, I must be out of alignment because I'm not feeling very good. 
And just like, take a breath and say, I invite you in. I accept. I surrender. I'm releasing and relinquishing my resistance to what is. And I'm just taking a breath, settling into peace. And um, to me, that's essentially coming home to ourselves. And that's where love is. That's where we find that sanctuary. That's where we find our alignment. That's where we find our authentic power. And uh, there's nothing more important than that. I think it's kind of about um, deciding to flex this muscle muscle to um, strengthen this spiritual muscle so that we're remembering more and more of the time that we are connected to that something greater, that we are aligned, that we that we can be aligned in every moment. Uh, one of my students recently told me the best thing you've ever taught me, Tammy, is to just pull my energy back, pull my energy back, ground myself and take care of my connection with my own heart, and my own soul. I was like, really? I don't remember actually ever saying that, but it certainly has been one of my greatest lessons so far in this life. Anytime we get too far away from ourselves, we suffer. So anytime we're in any kind of pain, pull the energy back. Take a breath, relax into your heart. Know that peace and love is always available. Um, support and assistance are always available. But we can't push our way to it. We can't grab it. We can't, we can't uh, chase it. The only way we can really have it is to pull our energy back and receive it to receive it. So I'm taking a deep breath right now and receiving the love and the grace and the peace that is available to me here now. I hope you are as well. I hope you know that um, you are adored, loved, supported. The more you know that, the more you can relax into that place of peace within yourself. I think the better life can show up for you. You start to feel life is on your side instead of being against you. You feel like, um, no matter what's happening, you're loved. And that comes back to the quote that Einstein said, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place or not? If we don't, we will suffer. We will struggle. But as we know that we are loved, as we really truly believe, accept and believe that the universe is a safe and loving place and that we are personally adored, that we are indeed seen and supported, it makes acceptance kind of a natural thing. It makes relaxing um, a first choice instead of a last choice. I think a lot of times people end up getting sick or have accidents because on some level they need to give themselves permission to relax. Certainly know this was the case for me. I've got a lot of um, upper respiratory um, challenges. I had a lot of um, sickness earlier in my life. And, and when I had a conversation with it, it was about giving myself permission to unplug and rest, just to take the um, day off and just stay on my couch in my pajamas. And then uh, I said, well, if I give myself permission to relax before I get sick, Will I still need to get sick? And the answer was very clear. It was no. And uh, 
I have given myself permission to have my pajama days and my mental health days and my my spiritual days, my creative days where I stay in my pajamas and I just create or I sit on the couch and watch my um, silly TV, my house hunters, my HGTV or whatever. And I actually haven't had one of those um, infections in probably five or six years. And that's exactly when I gave myself permission to rest, relax, stop pushing, stop pressing, stop running, stop resisting. Um, my life as it is. So what I've learned is that happiness and peace can only exist in acceptance. Stress happens when your mind resists what is. Our biggest problem is that we resist our lives as they're unfolding as we can relax and accept in the big moments, in the small moments, the sooner we can get to the place of acceptance, the sooner we can start to experience peace. And the sooner we open the door to receiving grace and assistance and support from that something greater. And every single one of us deserves it. I think every single one of us is capable of this. And as long as we are resisting, we are in that um, victim posture. We are in ego, edging God out. So I think um, the sooner we can just say, okay, I'm going to accept what is, and I'm going to relax, and I'm going to receive the grace that's here for me, the suffering diminishes. The struggle can start to dial down. I have a friend who went through a pretty rotten divorce maybe 10 years ago, and she's still resisting um, what is. I'm like, if you could just forgive him and accept things as they are, you could start to experience more peace. And she goes, no, I refuse. I'm like, well, okay, well, then you're going to get to suffer and struggle some more. And then she complains because her health is rotten and that uh, life is still showing up in a challenging way. Comes down to that thing. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And uh, of course, we all want both. But if we can just relax, surrender our need to be right, surrender our um, desire to have things show up in a certain way, we can simply rest. We can rest. And that's, uh, that's my intention, to rest in the arms of God, to rest in this place of peace and sanctuary, that's in the center of myself and it's in the center of you. The more you can, um, again, spend time there, the more you can take responsibility, the more you can have that awareness. It's like, oh, I'm in discomfort. I think I'm just going to rest. I'm going to rest in my heart. I'm going to rest into this space and place of alignment. I'm going to take a breath and accept. I'm going to receive the love that's here for me now. And that love is always, always, always available to us in every moment, in every second, and every millisecond. There is great love available to you. And um, in this moment, I'm pouring out love from my heart to yours, sending you blessings of peace, grace, ease, comfort, respect, compassion. 
And the more you can open your heart to receive that, the better you're going to feel. And if you can sense this love, this respect, this acknowledgement from me, you're opening the door to also to receive it from your guides, your angels, and God. Years ago, um, <clears throat> I was in school, and the upperclassmen, the second-year students, were there to acknowledge the first-year students, and they created this tunnel, and we would walk through it, and everybody was yelling and celebrating, and I shut down thinking, this isn't for me, this isn't for me, this isn't for me. And my life was pretty painful then. I couldn't open my heart to receive the acknowledgement and love that was available to me. A couple years later, I went back and I did the whole course again and uh, walking through the tunnel. And I had been on the other side of it where I was pouring blessings into the first year students. And it was so interesting to see who was available and receiving it, who was resisting it. So uh, a couple years later, I went back and I was a first year student again because I love this class and I wanted to do it again. And I walked through the tunnel with the second year students pouring their love out to the first year students. And I had my heart wide open to receive the love and the acknowledgement. And yes, my life was working much better at the time. And now my intention is to open my heart wider and wider to expand, to be able to receive the love, the blessings, the grace, the miracles that are here for me now. And the more I do it, the better my life works. So take the beauty and the blessings of this world personally. Know that you are adored and adorable. You are the child in whom God is well pleased. You're the apple of God's eye. And the more you can open your mind and heart to receive this, the better you're going to feel, the better your life is going to work. So know that I love you. I'm sending you blessings. Know that you're my heart and prayers. Be in touch. Let me know how you're feeling and doing. TammyBPhD.com. God bless you. Take good, gentle care. Onward and upward. Bye for now.